Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Gerald Smith writing and rewriting history. First ever national title for Texas Tech. Jonathan Garibay. The boot is away. And it's gone. I don't know. And I want to say goodbye to you. Welcome on, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, Albie Shore. And I know y'all have missed us. I know y'all have missed us. We decided to take a little, nice little Christmas break. And we are coming back on the podcast from our little Christmas break after football season to do a little friends miss. That's right. Christmas is upon us. And we took a break, a little December winter break right before Christmas. But we are back to talk about men's basketball, talk about women's basketball, kind of transition to that one. But really, before we get into all that, all that sports talk, let's um, fire. Let's let's pour out the eggnog, get these winter IPAs going and have a nice little friends miss in this episode of the Happy Half Hour. So to uh, get drunk on the podcast, I decided to bring... My friends, our good buddies here, starting off with Miss Girl Power herself, Kenzie Garcia. What's up, Kenz? What you drinking? Uh, as usual, I don't know how this always happens on this podcast, but I am once again drinking tequila. I don't often drink tequila, but every single time we do a happy half hour, I've got it. I don't know how to explain it. 
Listen, you don't have to apologize for drinking tequila, okay? Like they just, straight like, out of the I can, my my liquors, my liquors are bourbon and tequila. And I'm I gotta drink one of the two. If I'm not drinking bourbon, I'm drinking tequila and vice versa. Like that's that's my go-to. Um, and if it gotta be straight out the bottle, Jeremy, you know what I'm saying? That's it's like I'm back in tech at Texas Tech in 2009. Right? We're good to go. Um, and then uh, speaking of Jeremy, he is on here as well. The people's champ himself, Jeremy Gillen. Jeremy, what are you drinking? I am drinking the classic. Shiner Holiday Cheer. Can't see that. There we go. The Shiner Holiday Cheer. It is the best seasonal beverage of the winter time. Um, I tell you what, man. I like Shiner. You know, for me, it's regular Shiner is okay. And then they start coming out with their seasonal stuff. Some of it's okay. Some of it's not really that great. The Prickly Pear, pretty good. I do really like the Prickly Pear. Um, the Cheer, though. Like, the Cheer is that thing that whenever I see it in the supermarket... I know it's Christmas time, and I don't see it until after Thanksgiving. Yes, that's right. I'm saying it. Christmas is after Thanksgiving, folks. Don't put your trees up. That's true. That, you heathens. I listen. I, so that's a that's a topic of conversation. So before we get into that, um, me myself, you know, if you if you got that dog, you need to get on the nog. I'm big on the eggnog. <laughs> uh, I got it. I got it. You, you like that, Kenji? <laughs> oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> you a dog? You got a nog. <laughs> Getting on the nog, um, yes. No, I, so I used to hate eggnog. I used to think that was one of those drinks that white people bragged about that wasn't any good, right? And uh, until about like three or four years ago, I was at a buddy's house during Christmas season. He uh, he had he made his own eggnog, and he's like, "Dude, you got to try it." I was like, "No, that's okay. I'm not. I'm, I'm okay. No. I'm good on that." Then I tried it. It was delicious. It's absolutely fantastic. It's like better milk, thicker, but like better, um, tastier. And so I was like, this is this is perfect. And it's something that I can, you know, drink with Alki. And so uh, the best alcohol to put in this, in my opinion, is rum. Uh, bourbon's not bad to put in here as well. And I'm not a huge rum guy, but rum and eggnog is absolutely delicious. Um, and so, yeah, um, gold rum, surprisingly, is also really good in this as well. So I'm all about it. I'm on the nog. I also have, uh, so my wife got Brook, uh, winter IPA from Brooklyn Brewery. So it kind mm. of has an, um, so I, and I'm not a big IPA guy either. Is it good? It's not terrible. So, you know, <laughs> we just, we move. Uh, that's about. Where's that out of a 10? Um, like a four and a half. Hmm. Because a Shiner for me is yeah. like a 9 out of 10. And the only thing... No, Shiner Cheer is good. I can't drink a lot of them at one time. They're great. I can't do more than Why, three tonight. Because you're a lightweight? Because I'm... That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, actually, this IPA is pretty strong, too, to be honest. So, um, you probably feel the same way about this. I do like Shiner Cheer. Funny enough, actually, so for those that don't know, I live in... Uh, BFE Nowhere, Pennsylvania. And <laughs> up here, they have beer stores because there's really weird out- liquor laws in, in the state of Pennsylvania. So in the beer store by my house, uh, they do have Shiner. They only sell a few Shiners, so but they do have Shiner. And I think they also might sell Shiner Cheer. I might have to go check it out tomorrow to see if they have Shiner Cheer because that'd be fantastic because I do. I am missing. I am missing my Shiner Cheer. They don't have Shiner Blonde. I love Shiner Blonde. They don't have it here. Right. And so, like, I got to. The only ones they have here is Shiner. And oddly enough, like that Shiner pumpkin one. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah. I don't, That's uh, what I'm talking about. Sometimes yeah. they make, they, they try, they hit, they hit it up. Everybody, I mean, if you're going to be a beer company, you have to continually keep up with the seasonal trends. Pumpkin, obviously, huge now. Everybody loves pumpkin. You got to make the pumpkin beer. I hate it. I'm not a big fan. I, you know, I've seen a beer 
that it was um, uh, 10, it's like 10 pounds of pumpkin was the name. I was like, why would anybody in there, right, even if you like pumpkin, nobody's going out to a pumpkin patch and just being like, I'm going to I'm gonna dive right in. I'm going to throw down. <laughs> I'm going to throw down on these pumpkins. <laughs> 10 pounds of them. Bring it on. <laughs> Lord almighty. <laughs> Today. Um, so, Jeremy, you brought up a good point earlier as far as when is the time to start Christmas, right? Like, not just, like, just start Christmas. Um, I So, I have a, a personal belief. That every holiday, every major holiday should get its own month. So every month has, now it may not be a major holiday, but every month has like a primary holiday. And for Christmas, it's December. So you should give, um, think about it, every month has a primary holiday we celebrate. What is May? May, Mother's Day. No love for Cinco de Mayo? No love for Cinco de Mayo, Albert. Racist confirmed. I, mean, I, 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 love, my, I love my mother. Um, maybe, I'm sorry that you don't. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is a conversation for my therapist. Like Let's move on. <laughs> I totally forgot about Cinco de Mayo. Good, good catch there, Kinsey. Um, I got a little tan. But on yeah, this no, thing. every month has. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, your last name's Garcia. Okay, you can, you, you, you qualify. You're good to go. Can we just go All through right. it really quickly? So, in case any listeners out there think that they know that they can trip you up, we can just go through and confirm right. that there Let's is, in it. fact. So you got January's New Year's, New Year's Day, of course. February, you got um, Valentine's. Uh, March, you have Easter. Now, Easter a lot of times falls in April, so that's where that that's one of the weird ones, so right? St. Patrick's Day, because Easter, yeah, you got St. Patrick's Day if not if not on that time. Uh, May, Mother's Day, June, Father's Day, July, Fourth of July. Um, August is uh, uh, what do we got for August? Hold on, don't trip me up. Don't trip me up. Now I gotta Google it. I don't remember August. I'm gonna come back to August. September's Labor Day. October it's Halloween. November's Thanksgiving. December's Christmas. Uh, August. I know. I know. I, I've thought about this before. Um, let's see. What do we got for August? We got him. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> <laughs> we got, hold on. Hold on. I know we got something for August. Give me a second. Uh, let's see. Da 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 da. Before this episode is over, I will tell you what the holiday is for August. All right, we're doing great, people. We made it to August. It'll, we made it'll it to come. August. We made it to the eighth month of the year. Congratulations, everyone! No, it'll come. There is a holiday for August. I guarantee it. Um, September. So, uh, no, is it actually when's um when's Memorial Day? Boom! There it is, Memorial Day. Memorial no, Memorial Day is in May. May. There we go. Memorial Day is in May. This is not no, a good look I'll, for I'll us. Think is, I, I, we're, we're not a holiday I'll podcast. think of it. I'll think Woo! of it. Before, before the episode citizens. is over, before the episode is over, I will tell you exactly the holiday that is in August. So, this shit's probably on um, the citizenship test, too. <laughs> I had to, <laughs> hey, listen. I had to, actually, I'd become a U.S. citizen. For those that don't know, I wasn't born in the U.S. I wasn't born in the U.S. I got three citizenships. I got Ghana, Canada where I was actually born, and then U.S. So I didn't become an American citizen until I was, like, 14. Um, yeah, yeah, well, I guess, and for some reason, he can run for president. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Uh-oh. but when, yeah, when can you put up your Christmas decorations? So I used to be a big believer you couldn't put it up until December 1st. I have scaled that back, 
And I say, I say Black Friday. From Black Friday on, you can put up any, you can celebrate Christmas. Like Black Friday is kind of like the initiator of Christmas. Like that's when everybody starts Christmas shopping. That's when like, I'm okay Black Friday if I see Santa, that's fine. Like Black Friday begins it. But anything before Black Friday, I am vehemently against. Okay, I like that. I have always been of the assumption that you do it after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is done. You celebrate Thanksgiving. And we'll come back to this. You celebrate Thanksgiving. And then you get to put up the tree with the family. If you have a family or by yourself. You know, it's it's after Thanksgiving because then you ring in the new season of just more winter and more family cheer. And the cheer season of Shiner cheer. It's a lot of free ads you're giving away for Shiner. I have to put an invoice you know, in the mail. That's... I have, a, I have a week off of, I have a week off of uh, work after Christmas. I think I'll drive by the brewery and be like, hey, by the way, did you hear this podcast episode? I would like $5,000, please. <laughs> as if not enough $5, people. $5,000. As if. <laughs> Do I need more than that? Lord Jesus. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> this is a Tortillas and Ticks podcast, Albert. Hey, listen. listen the space is valuable. If I'm Shiner. If I'm Shiner, I'm like, oh, hold on there, buddy. It's a small town, but it ain't that small. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the shout out, son. But, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, all right. So, Kenzie, what do you think? When is one of you putting up Christmas stuff? <laughs> I'm probably going to stir the pot here because I am not a traditionalist. I like to avoid my seasonal depression. By the time October comes around, that tree is going up. It, if it's October 1st and I'm in the mood, I'm October? I'm, I'm sorry. I, listen, this is not a big Halloween household. October is busy. Work is busy for me. October goes by in a flash, and I need to look at that Christmas Bro, tree. I, I need to feel good about myself. Do you I'm, decorate I'm, in, spooky? I'm before Thanksgiving. I do not decorate spooky. You just go straight I mean, into the... Straight sort of the Christmas Christmas October, though? I mean... You skip so I've, heard of, I've heard of before... I've heard of before Thanksgiving, but before Halloween is wild. I don't think I've heard that's that not even not even like Christmas stores or like even Hallmark's like, hold on there. So <laughs> this, relax. If it's going up at Walmart, it's going up here. All right. I mean they're they're getting ready <laughs> earlier and earlier no, every see, year. Kenzie's on the Walmart standard. But even Walmart waits until after Halloween because they're like, we gotta sell all our Halloween stuff first. Like they're even Walmart's like, hold on there. We got a lot of stuff we gotta sell here first. And then we and then they rush in. Like I've actually seen Walmart literally November 1st, like pull in. When I was in college, I um we I, I went to uh, Halloween on in uh that at the Walmart in um sorry, the Walmart near the east side. I went to there on like Halloween night late in the evening and i literally saw them like wheel out the halloween stuff and wheel in the christmas stuff so they do it like immediately right but like even walmart's like hold, hold on we're gonna wait till november 1st like what are we doing here but you know our kenzie's the second school starts and this is aside from <laughs> our march football madness, season christmas season aside from march madness christmas is the best time of year so i just gotta usher it in early can i float something out there and i've been thinking about this for a while um why would it be better if we had <clears throat> Thanksgiving and then Halloween and then Christmas? Because here's, here's my reason. Um, so, like, you have Halloween, which is spooky and great, and you get, like, the month of October to be all crazy and dress like a salute. That's fine. Um, but then you go straight into back-to-back, back-to-back family holidays, back-to-back visiting family, <laughs> back-to-back stuff in your gullet, and it's all happy, good feel, Hallmark movies up the ass. 
too long, two months straight. My mind, and then here's another uh, this microcosm of this. Uh, pumpkins are, and I, what triggered this for me is that I saw somebody a, a while back. They were like, oh, time to decorate for Thanksgiving. And they took their jack-o'-lantern and they turned it around just to the bare, the pumpkin side. And I thought, wow, what if we just uh, celebrated Thanksgiving first and then when you were done, you could carve out the pumpkin and now it's a spooky jack-o'-lantern. And you get to go from happy family to, okay, let's break it up a little bit with a little bit of spooky, a little bit of fun, and then we can go back to the, get back into the spirit and, you know, how's that land on you guys? So you're talking about so Canadian Christmas, Canadian Thanksgiving. I'm not talking about Canadian garbage, Albert. This is America. <laughs> no, oh Canadian. No, in Canada they we're celebrate. We're navigating they celebrate, the United States here. <laughs> so in Canada they celebrate Thanksgiving in October. So you're saying moving that to Canadian Thanksgiving would have it in October? I'm actually for for one. Now I don't know about putting Halloween in November. I would love to be like Kenzie and celebrate Thanksgiving more than just a month. I just ref- I just don't want to dis- I just I- I'm not going to disrespect Thanksgiving like that. What but if Canada you move, have Thanksgiving, you know, you have in October. Oh, did why they, do they? Did they genocide they, an entire peoples? Do they get? No, I don't think so. Oh, did they? Kind of. They they kind of did. Yeah. They earned it. <laughs> they, they earned their Thanksgiving. They, they earned. Yes. <laughs> they, they earned it too. They, yeah, kind of. Okay. <laughs> you know yeah. how many you know how many things in Canada are named after Native American things? Lord of mercy. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> but like most Canadian things, they're just not as loud about it as the U.S. is. So, you know, that's why we're that's why we're better. Um, so <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, but now they have it. They have it in October. So, like, I feel like if you have it in October, October is perfect because you do you do Thanksgiving. You give it a just do. And they have two full months for Christmas. And then we're not even having this argument or this conversation about when to put it up. Right. Walmart can const- can can, you know, easily have because Halloween also doesn't take a lot to rev up. And Halloween's a one night thing, right? Like we spend time getting ready for Halloween, but like the day itself, it's not like a Halloween season. You really spend like maybe a week. If you're a weirdo, you spend maybe more than that of watching like Halloween movies. But after that one night, you're good. You're done. It's 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 it. And so you can easily do Thanksgiving, right? The week before Halloween. Then between Halloween and Thanksgiving, you got that one week of Halloween movies. And then you you eat, and then you watch, you do your Halloween thing, and then boom, it's Christmas for two months. Like I like the way the Canadians do it. Right? They're nice. Of people. course you do. You were born there. It'd be weird if you I, didn't. It'd be weird I, if you didn't. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't rock with a lot of things the Canadians do. Like, did you see them in the World Cup? They were awful. Did you see oh us in the World Cup? We made we made it out. So that's a that's a nice transition there. <laughs> Just to Jeremy. be embarrassed. All right, go ahead. We made it to the next the next. <laughs> piece of the pod it's talking about the world cup so the world cup here on the happy half hour the three of us jeremy kenzie myself um, especially jeremy and i uh um we well first of all these two just like hipster things but we uh, all of us like the world cup in general yeah kenzie i'm grouping you in with jeremy right first of all let me tell you something i'm gonna podcast by myself all of you people are hipsters all right all three of you dylan's not here today but all three of you are all I right sauced um, on eggnog I'm I'm good to go, uh, and so but World Cup is here, and um, what's great about this World Cup in 2022 is that all three of my countries are in it: Canada, Ghana, U.S. All of them are in it, and all of them found ways to embarrass me in front of company. All three countries <laughs> found ways to embarrass me in front of companies. Oh, First of all. Canada might be might have been the worst team in the entire thing, right? Canada looked great in qualifying. I'm like, man, I might actually have to go and put on some red because I don't have bad. a Canadian maple leaf. Because like, come on, now I've lived in Texas my whole life. But 
Um, yeah, I was about to rap. I was about to rap. <clears throat> and then they go out there. They lose to Belgium, but they look good. So I'm like, okay, no big deal. No no, bar- no problem. They scored one total goal by themselves the entire World Cup. The second goal they scored was an own goal um, after they were getting the beat down <laughs> from uh, uh, who was it that they were playing getting whooped? Um, was it Switzerland or whoever they played? Like, it was just embarrassing. They got, Canada just got absolutely embarrassed. So then you go to Ghana. So Ghana looked good in Portugal. We low-key got screwed. And then Inaki Williams almost pulled off the upset of, of the, the pulling off the Jose Alvarado where you sneak behind the goalkeeper. He almost did that. Come back, beat South Korea in a great game. Fantastic. So we just got to beat Uruguay. And if y'all know anything about Ghana's football, Ghanians, we hate Uruguay. Can't stand them. Go back to 2010 and find out why we hate Uruguay. Can't stand Luis Suarez. I hope he... Hits his big toe on the corner of every door he walks into, <laughs> every single one. Um, so, uh, so we're losing to Uruguay. We lose, but at the very least, like the most commendable thing we did was said, you know what? Shout out to South Korea. Uruguay is not going to make it to the next level. And we're going to make sure they don't score one more goal to get in. So at least they South did that. Korea, man. Um, U.S. U.S. And I'll say this: U.S. <laughs> embarrassed me the least out of the three countries. I respect what the U.S. did. Now they did get, they did get, you know. Patty spanked there in the round of 16 against the Netherlands, but the Dutch are just better. Like, let's... Uh, this is the problem. No, no, no. This is the problem no. with the U.S., right? Because y'all... U.S. is a lot like tech, right? We get we get high. We're like, you know what? We got it. Nine and three, baby. Nine and three. <laughs> we played well against England. We got this. The Dutch are better. Like, it's not... Like, and I said this before going into the game. The Dutch are just better. I don't agree with you. They're just better. I don't the Dutch are just you. way better. You why? Well, why are they better? Name Because they have better players. No. They have better players. That's the Ooh. reason. We don't, we don't have a Memphis Depay. We don't have a Virgil van Dijk. We don't have a De Jong, right? Like, those are three players off top that are just better. Like, off top. Goalkeeper's better. Ake's better. The goalkeeper right? is not better. The goalkeeper is not better. The goalkeeper is Matt. coming from, like, the fourth division of Matt Netherlands. Turner is mid. I don't think so. He's mid. No, dude, he had tremendous like MLS disrespect. He's mid. He's mid. Bro, the Netherlands He's mid. comes from the lowest of the low in the Netherlands. I can't believe He's they mid. selected him for the He's squad. Mid. Let me tell you something. If Urian Timber, if Urian Timber, who's their worst center back, the uh, starting center back for the Netherlands, <clears throat> played for the U.S., he'd be our best center back. He'd be our best one. You think and so? You know it, Jeremy. Yes, he'd be our best one. Okay. We don't have any, none of, none of our center backs can play for Ajax. And Ajax yeah. isn't even like this. He's our, he's our starting, he's our best center back. And he's not even the, he's Ajax's best center back, and he's not even the Netherlands' best center back. I am baffled we did not play more of Cameron Carter Vickers, if I'm being honest. He was he was better than, um, God, I'm so thankful Tim Ream was back there. We have, we oh, God. Uh, See, look, look where we are as a nation where we're like, Tim Ream, the guy who's like 55 years old, is thank God we had him. We have a okay, and I'm not even. This is not. So here's the difference. Well, here's the difference, Albert. This is not a Texas Tech thing, because we have good pieces that we can select from. Bearhalter sucks. The coach sucks. I don't. I don't appreciate anybody who's going to look at Greg Bearhalter, especially after he ran Gio Reyna um, under the bus publicly. I can't. You can't. Res, you cannot respect that dude. I mean, you can't. And why are you so going to tell an athlete problem. before the, the whole thing? You're like, yeah. hey, limited play time. What are you talking about? So, but here's a weird thing though with with GB. I do agree that you, you're, he's not coming back, right? Like, like, I think the bridge is now it's too far gone uh, to to bring him back. It seems like he's kind of lost the trust of the players there. So, I, I think there's a great chance that he's not moved on. But like at the same time, like GB has his faults. He has a lot of faults. And no, I don't think that he's he did anything deserving of like accolades as far as in the World Cup itself. 
But the last two years, the period of the last two years of the U.S. men's national team, it's one of the best periods in like USMNT history. Like the like the the run, run they made in the Nations League and the Gold Cup is commendable. It's incredible. It's actually pretty incredible, right? So like I do think he deserves some credit. Like the run that they, this team has been on, with the exception of I mean even those World Cup run, like even as around sixteen, like that was the whole goal. As long as you got out of the group stage, that was this is this isn't the World Cup for us to really turn up. It was twenty twenty six was the World Cup where you're like, all right, we got young guys with the second youngest team in the entire thing. Let's surprise some people. Let's go out and three games. They they Wales was disappointing because they outplayed Wales and came to a draw. Yeah. And then you draw against England and and you looked like you were right there with England. Like you yeah. looked like you were you were here to play. And then you do dominated Iran. Like actually if anything is disappointing that you only beat them by one goal. You absolutely yeah. dominated Iran. <laughs> so now the thing about it is for the US and why I say we don't have good enough players is one though our backline was played well, right? I think our fullbacks are really good. I think no matter Jedi, I think is is one of those guys that some people are on the fence on. He's good. He Jedi's good. I think he played well. So Gino Des is is one of the best in the world. I think he's incredible. So right? Des is premier. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he's incredible. I think our midfielders are good. Tyler Adams, Winston, Winston McKinney's probably my favorite player on the entire team. I think they're good. Um, I think we have decent wingers. We have zero attackers. We don't. We can't attack to save our lives. Wait, you mean and that's Jordan Morris? Like Tim Weah. What do you mean? <laughs> Maybe two ACLs ago. Maybe two the ACLs guy from ago. from Stanford's not going to rescue us and win us a World Cup. Oh no! I, so, yeah. But did you, but Mackenzie? Did you know he played college soccer oh <laughs> in the U.S.? Here comes, that sound here is Taylor Twellman busting down doors to get on this podcast. Did you? <laughs> oh goodness! And as our as our listeners are like, ah, oh, soccer podcast. What is this? What is this? But it is the world. World Cup. We did watch um, Argentina. Argentina beat, beat the hell out of Croatia today. Goodness mm, gracious. Which is... And my boy Mbappe, by the time this episode drops, I don't know if it'll drop before France beats Morocco or not. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm saying it with my chest. All right. <laughs> no Mbappe way. and company about to about to put the beat down on Morocco. I know it's... Al- Albi, aren't you African? Shouldn't you support other... Nah, bro. France. First of all, France is the uh, official team of Africa. And because the official owner of Morocco, high, most of its existence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they will oh, just solidify the, that later. <laughs> here comes the history major. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh. But, um, no, it's, listen. First of all, France, the whole French team is African, including Giroud. Look how handsome that guy is, all right? He has to be. Like, we just assume he's African. We're just going to accept him. All right? First of all, Drew's the most handsome. Drew is handsome as hell, all right, off top, right? I was arguing with my wife the other day. She, He's handsome as hell. That man is, my goodness. I was like, golly. I get it. <laughs> he's, he's definitely a giga like, kind of guy, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. He's handsome as hell. Um, and so any other lasting thoughts about the World Cup before we, we go stay. to our next subject? <laughs> what was that, Kenzie? You want to dial it up to 10 for us? No, we didn't stain. We just... We just... We need attackers. We have a, this whole trough of midfielders that are great. I mean, our defense wasn't even at full strength. We didn't even get to bring Miles Robinson with us because he, he got hurt over the summer. Like, it just... It, it sucked. sucked. But yeah. if, if I were the U.S. coaching staff, I would be pouring all of my resources into attacking. All of them. Like, we need... We need to find homes for these players where they're going to get meaningful reps, where they're going to play challenging games. We got to figure this out before 2026 because I don't want to do this at home. I don't want to be worrying about it at home. I want to know we can get out of our group and that we can challenge and get to a quarterfinal and beyond. I don't want to worry about it like we did this World Cup. 
I also think it's a problem that your best attacker you're putting on the wing. Like, I'm, I'm still adamant, and this problem I have with Chelsea as well is, like, Pulisic, in my opinion, is best at the front. Best at the nine spot. He's not best at the seven or on the wings or anything like that. He is best. If you should have guys like Gio Reyna or, or, or um, uh, there to assist him to attack, or at the very least, put him at the ten. Right? Like, I think he's even better at the 10 than he is at on the wings at the 7 or 11. Like, put him at the 10, put him at the 9, um, for those that don't know. Put him at attacking mid or put him at, at, at the striker position, and that's where he's best at. That's where he, how he's able to score the goal. He went to the middle to score that goal and take that nut shot. Um, he may not have any more kids, but he was able to score. <laughs> right? And that's, what, that's, I think, that's one of the reasons. Like, that's, that's, that's right. Right, drop nuts for your country. Right? So that's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, my final thought. Uh, I think that, you know, Kinsey's right. Like, right now, you just need to be looking at... You have a you had one of the best midfield... Like, you had one of the best midfields in the entire group... In all the groups. The way that your midfield played for the U.S., phenomenal. Really loosened up a lot of pressure on the defense. Was tremendous in the group stage. Um, attacking. God, I mean... You've got a please never play Jesus Ferrer again. He plays for FC Dallas. Stop bringing MLS players into this group. Um, Jordan Morris, I love that dude. He's done. Let him be an MLS dude. Uh, you don't Chris, like Ferrer? Not really, man. His touch is tough. His and I here's the thing about the whole World Cup for me. The big asterisk is that like Bear Halter kept just shooting people in there cold, right? He, there was nobody who was really getting a lot of consistent play, and so they're trying to like work in chemistry. That's real. I think that's bad management, but. Man, Pulisic, Giorena. Hey, Giorena, big storyline going forward. Probably, hopefully, the reason that Bear Halter gets fired. Um, Josh Sargent, good, good young kid, can play well for Played me. Well. Playing, play, yeah, he's a good Played guy well. out of Norwich. Tim Weah, Weah, can be electric, and so I want to see him advance. Right, um, Haji Wright. <laughs> give me more of Haji Wright. He's playing. Okay, he played man. so well for Antalya Sport <laughs> in Turkey. Fine. He is good. He's got a good. T- he's got a good touch and good vision. Let them grow up in the in the system. Let them uh, grow up in the team. Yeah. Hi. Well, you know what's funny about Tim Weah? So his dad's one of the greatest African footballers of all time. He's currently the president of Liberia. And so I found it hilarious that his dad's in here watching. Like, if I'm a Liberian citizen, don't I feel a type of way that, like, my president is in the World Cup not watching Liberia but watching this? Like, bro, don't you have things to worry about here at home? I don't care about your son. He's not even representing us. <laughs> okay, bring, I, your, bring your ass home. <laughs> I love when they panned up to him. He's sitting there with his gold rings on. Yeah, we got domestic problems here, man. <laughs> it's, it's, and, the, and, and the last thing I'll say is Ricardo Pepe has got to be on your World Cup roster next time. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, oh, my God. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. That was, the, that was a huge mistake. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, but way I go home. <laughs> we got problems here. Anyways, um, so we're, we're getting near the end, kind of going back to Christmas. This is the, this is the Friendsmas HHH. I kind of talked about when to put things um, up, but when do you, how long do you leave the decorations up for? So I'm going to start with you, Kenzie, because, Miss, I put my stuff up at the beginning of October. Are you, like, do you take them down right after Christmas? Do you wait till January? What's your What's your game plan there? I mean, it kind of depends. I feel like we usually take a trip over New Year's, so as soon as we get back, we'll tear it down. But, I mean, if I'm at home, usually it's down at or before New Year's, so I'm definitely not a a long Christmas into the New Year type of Christmas person, but I, w- I will claim long Christmas as in we're starting in October. All right, Jeremy. Here's How long are you leaving it up for? Yeah. Um... 
I put up a live tree. And so smells great. It obviously can only last so long. So for me, I get it like right after Thanksgiving. And if I water it regularly, it lasts pretty well until right after. It's almost like clockwork, like right after Christmas, um, you know, as soon as we get to the new year, the needles are really starting to fall off. The longer I keep it up, the sadder it looks. So at that point, I just chuck it. <laughs> Try to preserve that Christmas spirit before it just literally falls apart in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm team fake tree. There ain't no way in hell I'm getting a real tree. Fake tree, stuffing that thing in the garage and bringing it up every December 1st. <laughs> All right, like this ain't no way in hell. They use the same tree for the last five years. Better believe it. Those 80 bucks have weren't <laughs> used up. Those 80 bucks have gone a long way, Jeremy. <laughs> um,. Yeah, no, I so I usually usually we'll keep it through New Year's for us, and then that first week of January is when it takes when it takes it down. Because like to me, I'm like, all right, so the week between Thanksgiving and, and January first or December first, I uh, I spent all this time putting the lights up and doing all this, that, and the other. Like I I needed to last for over a month, so I wait till after January first, and then it's like, all right, time to take it all down. Plus this year we're going to we're, we actually are going back up to Canada. For um, after thing after Christmas, cause I like spending Christmas at home. So December twenty sixth, we're going up to Canada. So it's just gonna be on. The lights are just gonna be on for a week straight, and then we're gonna come back. Ripped um, utility bill. It's not a big di- difference. Listen, <clears throat> like the lights really aren't a big. The biggest problem is that my like my my bulbs, if anything, might like burst instead of being on for a week straight. But utility bills don't matter. Like they don't. There's not a big like difference between lights on and lights off. Right. I have this whole. Because right, I found this out in college. Because I'm like, you know, because we ended up doing this. We were broke. Like, we got to save money somehow. We spent a month and everything was dark and hot. We turned the AC off and we saved like five bucks. I was so upset. I'm so, I'm so upset. I'm so that hot. Was, that was with LPNL? Yes. Yeah, yes, they crooked as hell, too. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. Yeah. So, it's all, there's no more LPNL? Oh, Reliant, uh, they deregulated, it, right? So Reliant gets to come into the city. Oh, I did see the commercials. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I did see the commercials. Yeah, I know it's a wrap. Still got a pretty firm hand here, though. Nah, bro. Once Reliant gets in there, it's a wrap. It's over. Great. It's I would love on. that. I would love that. Thank Reliant you. on mine. Hurry up, Reliant. <laughs> All right, so as we get out of here, my last question to you both. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I don't know how it isn't. It has all the marks of a Christmas movie. Thank you. Kenzie? I mean, if it happens at Christmas time, it's a Christmas movie. Like, it just... You can deny it all you want, even if the plot is not about Christmas. It's happening at Christmas, so it's technically a Christmas movie. So, but it has to happen, like, completely within Christmas, right? So, like, Harry Potter straddles Christmas. But some people are like, I love watching Harry Potter at Christmas time because it no. feels like Christmassy. No, but the reason why people say Harry Potter is a Christmas movie, and I get this, it's not. I don't, I don't think Harry Potter is a Christmas movie because you're right. Now, Harry Potter, for the most part, spans the entire year that Harry's at his school. But the reason why people say it's a Christmas movie is because every year when Harry Potter used to come out, it came out on Christmas. Mm. Like during Christmas time, and so that oh. was so people made it a tradition every two years or every year whenever a movie came out, they made it a tradition to go to the movies and watch Harry Potter. So that's the reason why it's so associated with Christmas was because of the timing of each Harry Potter drop, which is genius to be honest for the production company to do it like that. But that's 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 one of the big reasons why it's associated with Christmas so strongly. Why are, why are, why why are they celebrating Christmas? I've always wondered that. Witches and wizards. Why are they like? You know well, what? I mean, Christmas. Well, most of them are British, right? Are they all British? I know most of them are British. Right? That, so it's, it's a British school. More so, yeah. Yeah. So taking it from like the pagan holidays of like, oh, okay. Well, 
you know, I grew up for the first 12 years of my life celebrating uh, Christmas with the normies. So I want to celebrate it with you, with you folk. And so I will say, Kenzie, that's an interesting take that if it's during Christmas, it's a Christmas movie because some people have the opposite take that it has to be a Christmas theme or like a Christmas like thing for it to be. But it can't just happen during Christmas. I don't disagree with what you say, though. Like, I don't disagree. My thing with Die Hard is that it's first of all, Christmas music opens the movie. Christmas music closes the movie. There is, you cannot have the move. The, the whole theme of the movie is the fact that there was a Christmas party. The villains do not come to the building that night. If it's not a Chris, if it's not Christmas, because they explain they needed the building to be empty, except for that group. The building is not empty except for that group unless there's Christmas. Or I guess if they had a Thanksgiving party. But then if you had a Thanksgiving party, then you don't have a big Christmas tree. You don't have ho, ho uh, uh, a dead guy oh, with a Santa hat yep. saying ho, ho, ho. You don't have, uh, or actually no, Bruce Wilson wearing a Santa hat. Like all those things. Yep. The first two movies, both, are Christmas movies. The second one, same thing. The second one, it's Christmas. That's why the airport's so packed. It's, <laughs> that's why it's wintry. There's so many Christmas themes in the first two. Everything after the second one, sure. Like, there's no Christmas themes in any of the other ones. But Die Hard 1 and Die Hard 2 are both absolutely Christmas movies. Okay. Can... Okay, here we go. I just looked this up. I know we're kind of, you know, short on time. I found a list of 10 movies that are controversially Christmas or not Christmas. Can we go through it and get the yeas or or nays? All right. So, let's just go through the list here. Number one is Die Hard. Christmas movie? Yes. Yes or no? Yes? Absolutely. Yes. That's a full yes from us. Uh, This is an interesting one. Gremlins. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen Gremlins. They wear Santa They wear Santa hats. They I mean it's during Christmas. They wear Santa hats. The movie could happen outside of Christmas, but like I think them doing Santa or Christmas themed things make it a makes it a Christmas movie. Okay, Kinsey and I have not seen it uh in its entirety so it's burned then, out yes. here. If there's Christmas so elements, I'm, we gotta stay consistent. I'm more American than Jeremy is confirmed. Continue. Confirmed. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas. This is a good one. Hell no. No. It's a Halloween movie. That is a Halloween movie. Is it? Yes. <laughs> it's a Halloween movie. No. I don't, I'm not giving... I'm not having my kids watch Nightmare Before Christmas. For Christmas. Like, I'm not doing I, it. It's like a this. Halloween movie. I like this question. I think it is a Christmas movie. Because he's pursuing Christmas. He is pursuing. But they're Halloween Christmas people. Elements, if we're talking about Christmas. Well, the gremlin is. Uh, well, that's also <laughs> Halloween <laughs> elements. There's also Halloween elements. The jury is out. Okay, so Albert's a no. I'm a yes. Kenzie. I think I gotta go with yes. Okay, cool. Next. <laughs> uh, trading places. This is a good one. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. By, by, well, mm, there's a by Christmas, Christmas definition. Party. <laughs> no, yeah, because it's a Christmas party. But that's not, yes. that's also, so but I'll say this, by Kenzie's definition it is, but Jeremy, by your definition it isn't. Because mm. you were saying how it has to, that Christmas isn't the overall theme of the movie, that's it's just a true. piece of the movie. It's, it's just the fact it. that he had a Christmas party, party, yeah. but it's not the overall thing. I'm going to say no, because that Christmas party and that piece only happens within like, 20 minutes of the movie or, or however long 30 minutes of the movie but the whole movie doesn't span Christmas okay. it does span I, the winter time yeah. Yeah, I a, say no, no too it's a no for me yeah so no uh, great movie though I love it uh, okay Carol that racist as hell it, you, <laughs> it, well it's Eddie Murphy and you know come on uh, <laughs> do we know this movie Carol it's from 2015 Carol mm-hmm. uh, I'd have to hold on let me look it up real quick Carol I do not know movie? this movie 
something about I've never seen this movie a day displays. in my life. Okay, let's know. move on because that's scary as hell. We're gonna go um, with NA. Lethal weapon. No. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, they do nah. play the Jingle Bell Rock and I'll Be Home for Christmas in the movie. They do? Yep. Now, hey, jury's out. I gotta watch it again. I haven't watched it in a gotta long time. Gotta watch it again. We'll put it, we'll put it up watch there. It again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it flirts with it's the Die Hard sentiment. I think it really does. Uh, die Hard is obviously the most like obvious one. But, like, but can think- you have Lethal Weapon if it wasn't? like the, the movie itself, if it was just in another season, would it be the same movie? Like, Die Hard, if you move Die Hard from Christmas, you could do the movie, but it'd be a different movie. It wouldn't be the exact same movie. Well, what if they did on 4th of July, and he's like, you know, welcome to America, B-word, bam. Because, but then, That's 4th of but July then the movie. entire, like, it's a 4th of July movie. It's a completely different plot. It's a, That's what I'm not, saying. Maybe but, like, plot. it could be done elsewhere, you know? Yeah, you no, you can do Die Hard elsewhere, but it's the plot's the same, but the <laughs> themes are all different. Like, the, the dialogue is different. Like, the reasoning is different. We just keep going back to Die Hard. Okay. Batman oh. Returns. This is the one. This is the this 1992. Is this is the 1992 one yeah. uh, where Danny DeVito plays the Penguin, and it happens during Christmas. And people argue that you know, is this the ultimate Christmas movie because it's about people who have no family but do manage to come together around the spirit of Christmas. Ah. That's it's, first of all, it is, they do not come around the spirit of Christmas. That's just a, that's a lie. But it's, it's like it's one of those like underlying <laughs> themes, right? Of like coming around as a family, like you know, whether it's the villains or the, or the good people. Um, well. So this is a tough one because our winter movies, Christmas movies, like does that because this is a winter movie. The whole movie happens in the winter. It's very, it's all about coldness and it being cold and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's no Christmas themes. They don't do Christmas. Well, then it's like a definition of like, it's is all... it a movie you watch at Christmas or is it a Christmas movie? No, that's a tough. Yeah, that's a tough definition. We should establish that from the beginning. Damn. I don't. I don't. Mm, I don't. I'd have to watch it again. I'm gonna say no. I've watched it actually recently. I love. I love the Batman movies. I'm gonna say no because there's never once been a time that I've watched Batman Returns and thought of Christmas. Not once. Hmm. I'm gonna say cold. It's yeah. Cold, but. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. I'm gonna say no just because I've never thought of it that way. Kenzie. I mean, I, I gotta go. No. It's a uni- It's unanimous. No. Yeah, I gotta go. No. The last, the last, uh, the last three. I have no idea what they are, so we'll see if it resonates with either of you. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. This is the same guy who wrote Lethal Weapon. Movie. I think that's an old movie. That just sounds like a Saturday night I'll, to me. I'll, I'll like, it doesn't sound like a movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Lord of mercy. Oh, oh. No, I haven't seen this movie. Okay. Uh, next would be Black Christmas. This is from 1974. The same people who made a Christmas story. Well, Christmas is in it, so wouldn't you think? I'd, I'd assume so. This is so. I'll read the description here. Uh, it's from Bob Clark, the director of the Christmas Story. This was his first Christmas time movie, which often is played during Halloween. In Black Christmas, a group of college girls spend their winter break in the sorority house where they are stalked by a stranger. Considering the first modern slasher film, uh, fans of the holiday horror film will no doubt enjoy watching this at Christmas time. Still feel the goodness around, or at least we hope so. So I'm going to go back on my. This is no, a slasher for, movie at Christmas. No, I'm time. actually I'm I'm actually gonna go back <laughs> on my actually a new one just came out um recently as far as horror movies for Christmas. I'm gonna go back on one of the things I said as far as the Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm gonna switch it. Because your description of this movie, Black Christmas, and people saying it's a Halloween they only say it's a Halloween movie because it's a scary film during Christmas time. Nightmare Before Christmas is 
a Halloween movie during Christmas time, which makes it a Christmas movie. So I'm actually going to change my opinion on the Nightmare Before Christmas one. And I'm going to say this one is a Christmas movie too, though I haven't seen it. I'm going to play the devil's advocate against myself for some god-awful reason. But in the Nightmare Before Christmas, it's like all of the time, all of the time, right? So it's like if you're in Halloween Town, like if you're not, that's a whole different thing, sorry. But if you're in like the Halloween door, it's Halloween. But if you're in the Christmas door, it's like Christmas, right? Like, isn't that the whole premise of it? Is that there's multiple realms? No, is there? Oh, no. Tim Burton be wild. Yeah, I don't know if it's Christmas. That <laughs> Wednesday show, I'm going to tell you some Wednesday show is one of those things that I thought was weird Did you my like wife it? was watching. I actually, I don't tell my wife, kind of. Like, <laughs> 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 kind Lord of. Mercy. I stayed up. I watched, I didn't watch all the episodes, but I, I, wo- I woke when she was watching the finale, and the finale went hard. So I was like, ah, you know what? I'll probably watch season two. It's pretty good. And then, um, okay, so last one. The last one. Here it is. Uh, it's kind of like the die. It's like the great value die hard. It's called The Long Kiss Goodnights from 1996. I've heard of this one. I think I have seen this one a long time ago. Yeah, this was. Um, yeah, I don't remember it enough to say whether I it's a Christmas movie or not. It's a B-lister, so the description says that this spy action thriller follows amnesiac suburban mom, of course, uh, Samantha Kane. Um, well, that's an interesting name. Uh, while going through a personal crisis around Christmas time, when her past life as a trained assassin catches up with her. I don't saw every Christmas movie. Everything happens in the backdrop of Christmas. There's parties, Christmas parties, decorations, holiday songs, and Samantha Kane even takes part in a Christmas parade dressed as Mrs. Sam- I mean, Mrs. it sounds like a yes based <laughs> on your description. That, that would that would fall that would fall on a yes for me. Oh, we got Gina Davis. I don't remember this movie. Gina Davis and Samuel L. Guess what I'll be watching tonight. Love. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, yeah. She is yeah, a box. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there um, we go. Top 10, the top 10 most controversial Christmas or not Christmas movies. And you have the full tortillas and takes uh, takes yeah. on that. For those that don't think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, if you say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, then you cannot say Home Alone is a Christmas movie. There's just the, they're the same movie. They're the same okay. Movie, except, like, except, you know. Except the burglars are to, German. Yo, oh, and then the the Bruce Willis is a man that's killing people, and <laughs> and he's a boy um, trying to Macaulay, kill people, but he doesn't have the tools yeah. at his disposal. First of all, Macaulay Culkin was a menace in that show. Goodness great in that movie. He was goodness a menace, gracious. but not a murderer. Menace, not, but a, not murderer. a murderer. Could have been. <laughs> been. To be honest, those guys, those guys should have killed, died. Like <laughs> they are resilient. They were asking for. <laughs> goodness <laughs> gracious, they are resilient. And the second movie was even worse. Goodness, like I don't know how they survived. Um, and so, anyways, but that's it. The happy half hour turned into happy 45 minutes. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. We're having a great time here. Um, not to leave you all alone, in August there is National Dog Day. Um, and if you don't consider that a holiday, you hate puppies. I, I don't make the rules. That's just the rules. If you don't consider that a holiday, you hate puppies. And, and I can't. You know, puppy haters can't be uh, listen can't be on this podcast. So that's that's just the name of the game. So I hope Jeremy and Kenzie that y'all don't hate puppies and you accept this National Dog Day as a holiday for August. <laughs> that's Let's make it a federal holiday. Let's go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's right. Um, so for the dog loving Kenzie Garcia and the dog loving Jeremy Gillen, this is the dog loving Albie Shore that celebrates National Dog Day, even though I do not have one. 
um, in uh, every August. And you'll be listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast, part of the 1012 Network, the official podcast for Red Raider Sports. Make sure to tune in as we start our basketball season. Uh, we actually just watched Texas Tech beat Eastern Washington Bye. while recording this episode. So that is Thank fantastic. <laughs> Tech is 7-2 on the season, the men. Uh, the women's team actually doing surprisingly well as well this year. Um, so we will be right here to catch you up on all that action uh, starting what, later this week. Starting next week. Sorry. Starting next week. Um, and so with that being said, see y'all later. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.